Magicka Templars are, of course, amazing healers, but they can also be extremely vicious when specced for damage. This is a very aggressive, offensive-focused, glass cannon Magicka Templar build. Uh, but of course, as a Magplar, you're never really a glass cannon, and you almost can't help but provide team support as well. So we're going to be a great asset to any team because not only will we be racking up huge kill counts, we'll also be helping keep our team alive at the same time. It's not uncommon to get over a million heals and damage in a single match with this build. I've always thought of Templars in this game not so much as Paladins, but more like Olympic Athletes. I like to play Templar with a more mobile, active playstyle rather than being slow and tanky. So to help achieve that kind of playstyle, even though this is a Magicka build, uh, we have a very good amount of max stamina and enough stamina recovery to rival some actual stamina builds. Uh, and this enables us to take risks and be aggressive with the confidence in knowing that we'll have the stamina to dodge, block, break free, or retreat whenever we need to. For my race, I'm going with Khajiit mainly for the Feline Ambush passive, which increases our critical damage and healing by 10%, which pairs very nicely with our Templar Piercing Spear passive, which increases our critical damage by another 10%. So combined, that means our critical attacks are doing 70% bonus damage and our crit heals are doing 60% bonus healing. And so we'll also be investing in crit in other areas of this build as well, and that's going to end up being a major factor in our overall damage and healing potential. I'm using the Apprentice Mundus for spell damage. I am tempted to use the Shadow Mundus for more crit damage, but since I'm already relying so much on crit, I wanted to use a Mundus Stone that gives me some more consistent damage so that even when I'm not critting, the damage is still decent. But if you want to use the Shadow or even the Thief, those will work great, but you'll just be a bit more beholden to RNG. For my food or drink, rather, I'm using Witch Mother's Potent Brew. For my potions, I'm using standard Tristat potions. Here's a look at the stats. I'll also put a link to the UESP build in the description. If you want to take a closer look, you can do that there. But just to cover the basics for the audio listeners, the Max Magica is 27,000 on the front bar. Max Health is 23,000. Max Stamina is 13,000. Uh, Magica Recovery Fully Buffed is 2,200. Uh, and Stamina Recovery is 1,200. Our Spell Damage is 3,200 and Spell Critical is 40%. An overview of the gear for my monster set, I'm using Grothdar, I'm using Shacklebreaker for one of my five-piece sets, and Amberplasm for the other five-piece set. I'm using five light, one medium, one heavy, all impenetrable traits. Uh, all seven pieces have uh, tri-stat glyphs. For the jewelry, all three pieces are infused. I'm using one recovery glyph and two damage glyphs. Uh, for the weapons, I'm using a precise fire staff with a weapon damage glyph on the front bar and a precise resto staff on the back bar with a weakening enchantment. Let's start with Shacklebreaker. This is absolutely a perfect fit for this build. We're going for a very aggressive, very active playstyle. And as a Templar, we have to fight in melee range. So we're going to be doing a lot of dodging, a lot of sprinting, breaking CC, and just in general using a lot of stamina. So Shacklebreaker is nice because it gives us an abundance of stamina without really making us sacrifice our primary magic stats too much. Uh, it's also a six trait crafted set, so it's very easy to get a hold of. Amberplasm, I think this is a perfect companion to Shacklebreaker. At first glance, it looks like just a Magicka damage set, but then the five piece bonus gives us 250 Magicka and stamina recovery, on top of the Magicka and stamina recovery that we're already getting from Shacklebreaker. I think this particular set combination really is the key to making this build feel amazing. Having all that stamina and stamina recovery and still having very respectable stats as a Magicka build, I think is a huge advantage. 
allows us to take a lot more risks and stay aggressive without fear of being punished too harshly. And it also allows us to do things like roll dodge canceling our abilities a lot more often because we don't need to worry quite so much about preserving our precious stamina pool. In general, these sets allow for a much more active, athletic style of play than what Magicka builds are typically used to, and I think it suits the Magplar particularly well. Now this set does drop in Ruins of Mazatune, which can be kind of a difficult grind on Vet, but if you have the mats to upgrade your jewelry, you can just farm it on normal, which is pretty easy, and then upgrade the pieces to purple or gold later on. I'm using Grothdar for my monster set because it does a lot of AoE damage and it pairs very nicely with the rest of our offensive kit, which also includes a lot of AoE. Uh, normally for most PvP builds, I like to go for a defensive monster set, but I kind of think the investment we're making into stamina is the main defensive measure I'm, I'm making in this build. Plus Templar already has plenty of defensive capabilities within their class, so I think it's worth going for more damage on the monster set uh, for an offensive build like this. And Grothdar, I think, is a very good choice. Uh, the headpiece comes from the final boss in uh, Veteran Vaults of Madness, which is a very easy dungeon. Uh, and it's one of the better vanilla dungeons, I think, in, in my opinion. It, uh, it's fairly enjoyable to, to go through. All three jewelry pieces are infused. I'm using one recovery glyph and two damage glyphs. It's really up to the player to find the balance uh, between uh, sustain and damage that feels right to them. So uh, feel free to experiment. Uh, this is just what feels good to me, but I do recommend using infused jewelry. Uh, our max stats are in a very comfortable spot and getting a little bit extra juice out of these jewelry glyphs I think has a lot more value than having more max magicka or something like that. For my weapons I'm using the precise trait on both because I just want more crit so I can take advantage of those crit damage and healing passives that I get from my race and class. With Major Prophecy active this puts our crit rate at 40%. And with our critical attacks dealing 70% bonus damage and our heals, our critical heals doing 60% bonus healing, I think that extra 7% crit chance is well worth the investment here. I'm using a weapon damage glyph on the front bar so I can get the highest possible uptime on the bar where I'm doing pretty much all of my damage. Uh, and I'm using a resto staff on the back bar because I want to use a couple of the resto staff abilities. Plus, sword and shield just doesn't feel right to me on this build. So let's talk about the skill bars. For my main spammable, I'm using Puncturing Sweep. Uh, this is probably the most iconic skill the Templar has. It looks really cool. It deals a ton of damage, especially when you factor in the Burning Light passive. Uh, and it's a Conal AoE, which makes it a really great anti-stealth tool. It pairs very nicely with our Grothdar monster set. Both are very strong AoE attacks. Uh, and you also heal for 40% of the damage done, which can potentially be a huge amount of healing. Uh, which is nice that allows us to stay on offense for longer periods of time without having to run and hide every time we take damage. Purifying Light, this is our main burst attack. Tag your enemy with this and then deal as much damage as you can and after six seconds this ability will pop and deal 20% of that damage to them again, which should mean that they're either dead or close to it. Uh, it doesn't always come into play on squishier targets, they will often die before it pops, uh, but on tankier players this will often be the difference between finalizing the kill or not since we don't really have any execute damage otherwise. Toppling Charge, this is one of the abilities that I think makes Magplar so hard to deal with for some players. Uh, it's a gap closer and a stun tied to one ability, it's a perfect way to set up our combo and ensure that the target takes the brunt of our damage. It also plays into our mobility really nicely. Uh, it's a great way for us to sort of stay on the move as we gap close from one target to the next. Uh, we can often use that to stay out of reach of other enemies. 
degeneration. This is where we get our major damage buff, which enables us to use tristat potions instead of spell power potions, which I value quite a bit. Uh, it's also a fairly strong dot, so it adds a little extra sauce to our combo, uh, and it activates the Mage's Guild passives, Magicka Controller, and Might of the Guild, which helps us out with both sustain and damage. I'm slotting Inner Light for the Major Prophecy at all times on the front bar, and the extra 5% Max Magicka, plus another 2% Max Magicka and Magicka Recovery, again from the Magicka Controller passive. It does have the active component to reveal enemies in stealth, but I don't really use that because we have better ways to deal with stealth enemies. I'm really just using this for the passes. For my main offensive ultimate, I'm using Crescent Sweep. This ability is incredibly cheap, only 72 ultimates, so you'll be able to use it almost every time you deliver your combo. It deals very good damage, and it's another AoE, so it goes great with our Puncturing Sweeps and Grothdar monster set. All combined, that is a ton of unavoidable AoE damage, and players often don't know how to deal with it. Sometimes you can even take out a couple of players simultaneously with a single attack sequence. On the back bar, I'm using Honor the Dead for my main burst heal. I'm using this morph instead of Breath of Life because it returns Magicka. Uh, we're often going to find ourselves spamming this ability either on ourselves or on our allies, and that can be very costly. And we're not really spec for that kind of sustain, so if I can get 60% of this ability's cost back, I'll definitely take it. Extended Ritual. I think this is probably the best ability in the Templar's toolkit. It immediately cleanses up to 5 negative effects from yourself, it provides a pretty strong AoE heal over time, and it provides a synergy for your allies to cleanse themselves. Uh, either morph of this ability is fine, but I like the extended morph because it lasts a lot longer and it cleanses 5 negative effects instead of 2, so I'm not having to cast it as frequently or as often, uh, which has a positive impact on my sustain. If you get dangerously low on health, first priority is to cleanse with this ability, then heal up. That way your heals aren't fighting against dots, defiles, and other negative effects. Race Against Time. This is a very basic ability, but it's also one of the most valuable tools available to most Magicka builds. It gives us Major Expedition and Snare Immunity, along with all the stamina and stamina recovery that we have in this build. This ability allows us to stay very mobile pretty much always. Uh, we'll almost never get locked down by CC, and if we need a reposition, there are really very few things that are going to stand in our way. Channeled Focus, this gives us our major resistance buff, which is very important. It also restores 240 Magicka per second, which is equivalent to 480 Magicka recovery, and that doesn't show up on our stat sheet. So be sure to keep this active at all times. You don't want to be caught without your armor buff, and you'll definitely notice a huge difference in your Magicka sustain as well. Radiating Regeneration. I like this morph versus Rapid Regeneration because it helps me provide more group support. Combined with Extended Ritual, they make for some pretty strong heals over time, and I already have very strong burst healing power with Honor the Dead, so I don't feel like I really need Rapid Regen. For my defensive ultimate, I'm using Lifegiver, the Resto Staff ultimate. I'm using this instead of my class healing ultimate, mainly because it's an instant cast. So I can cast it, then immediately go back on offense or do something else, rather than being stuck to the ground the way I would be with Remembrance. It only hits one target per tick of healing, but each tick can be on a different target. So each second it will reanalyze and give the heal to whoever needs it most. If this were a healer build, I'd probably go with Remembrance, but since this is an offense-focused build with some group support capabilities, I think the Resto ult is the better choice. The main offensive combo is very easy, and it all takes place on the front bar. First, hit your enemy with Degeneration to get your spell damage buff. Tag them with Purifying Light, then Gap Close and stun them with Toppling Charge. Hit them with your Crescent Sweep Ultimate, then Spam Jabs to finish them off. And of course, Grothdar will also be going off during all of that. 
It's a very simple combo, but it's also extremely effective. And I think that brings us to the end. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have anything you'd like to share or ask, feel free to leave a comment or email me at ketsparrowhawk at gmail.com. Until next time, good luck out there.